Yeah, they've really got no excuse. The Pirates don't. Uh, you mentioned the Yankees. I saw you on with Brian Kenny talking about the Yankees mm-hmm. being critical of the Yankees as one should be in this disaster of a season. And it made me think if you could bring us a little bit behind the scenes of being a, a broadcaster, that's a tricky thing for people, isn't it? To announce games of a sport mm-hmm. and then be called upon to do commentary. And that can create situations. Um, how do you feel when you're going into that zone of doing the commentary, knowing that this is a team that you're going to be announcing the games for and this could yeah. become a thing? You know, I think I've always been this way and just got on surer footing uh, as I gain more traction in the business and I hope more credibility. But it's always been my inclination to talk about pertinent issues and to offer commentary as long as it's informed and it's fair. I don't think anyone in any of the sports that I've covered could say that I was a pot shot guy, that I was a cheap shot guy, that I was an ad hominem attack person, that I dealt in personal attacks, which are the coin of the realm too often on the internet and on talk radio and cable TV. That's never been my approach. I've always tried to be fair and even when being critical, go out of my way to give credit where it was due to frame the criticism in, in some kind of context. But having said that, my belief is that if you don't do that, you have less credibility when you tell the audience, hey, this guy's great, or this mm. general manager did a terrific job, or wow, this is one of the best games or the best events I've ever seen, wish you were here. If that's all you're ever saying, even when it's true, it sounds like hype, you know? Yeah. And I, I don't want to be in that position. Now, luckily, the vast, vast majority of my career has been on network television. So I'm not beholden to any one team. But on the other hand, at NBC, the NFL, the NBA, MLB, the Olympics, all those things put broadcasters and their networks in a very odd position because you are in theory covering a sport while at the same time you're promoting it because mm. your financial interest and theirs are intertwined. So, so yeah. that's, that's some tricky terrain that most network broadcasters avoided. And I kind of was out of the ordinary in that respect in that at the right time in the right place and the right proportion, I was willing to, to, say what I thought should be said when I thought it should be said in a, in a reasonable way. And by and large, I think that worked out for me. Well, that brings up, I I didn't even expect to get to this territory, but obviously something like that happened back with NBC and your exit after 40 years uh, with the company, because you talked about the, the uh, NFL concussions issues and the NFL, as you said yourself is the most important television show in America. Now, what was interesting to me about that is I read the ESPN article uh, about it and the article, which was very complimentary to you in many ways, also said that you deeply regretted talking to them for the, for the article. Yes, so uh, I did. So, and so I still do. OK, why? Why was it a, a regrettable decision on your part? Well, since this is a podcast and I've listened to many of your podcasts, uh, I guess I'm allowed to go into some detail here because that's yes. in part what a podcast is for. 
Um, it's not a contradiction to say that even though uh, NBC and I got sideways at various times along the way, and then...